to the Life Behind Bars podcast with your host out of Toronto, Canada, Joe Hall. Amateur motocross and Harley stunt rider bringing you behind the scenes of the number one Canadian bike life podcast. Talking all things bike life, Harley stunt riding, events, rallies, interviews, relationships, and so much more. So grab some gears. We're going for a ride. Welcome back to another episode of the Life Behind Bars podcast. Super stoked to uh, finally get this episode out. Um, there's been a couple roadblocks due to the old coronavirus, but uh, luckily uh, due to this Zoom meeting, we're able to all get together and uh, get this out there for you guys. So thanks for taking the time to click and uh, have a listen. So I guess we'll start off. This this episode is to kind of give you guys a, a bit of background as to like what um, Daytona Bike Week actually is. Um, our personal experience on what went down in our week uh, down in Daytona and then uh, give you guys some advice in case you guys are thinking about making the trip down there uh, in the future. So uh, I got Pat, I got Alex, I got Chin uh, here on Zoom. Boys, can I uh, mic check? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Right on. What up? All right. Well, that's good. Everyone's mic works. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll go like around the circle because no one knows who Pat or Alex is. Everyone's got a little bit of an intro on Chin. So let's fire it off to Pat first. Pat, tell everyone a bit about who you are, what bike you ride. What's going on, guys? My name is Pat. I'm riding out of uh, Oakville, Ontario, Canada, just outside of Toronto. Um, recently made this switch from the sport to, bike world. You don't need to hold the mic up here. Uh, <laughs> Fucking house like that, you fucking swallowing the mic. Sounds like you're gargling, gargling some. Sorry, nervous, nervous twitch. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. Just, just, all right, all right. All right. You, sound, um, you sound great. Yeah, where was where was it? You were um, uh, Pat riding out of Oakville. On what's your name, bro? What's your name? <laughs> oh, you guys want my Instagram name? Yeah. Uh, yes. Pat. So it's Pat dot McGinley, MCG. I-N-L-I. That's my tag. Right on. Um, so I recently made the switch from the sport bike world over to a Dyna in the fall. And, uh, yeah. Street Bob? Yeah, I got a Street Bob. Right on. Yeah. Oh, I guess I – well, I mean, how did we meet? We met in a parking lot about two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, was, uh, yeah it was at L&L, for those that know where that is. Which is Lakeshore and Leslie, for all of you non-Toronto people. So bike meet on Thursday nights, but uh, – yeah, I've met in a parking lot. Pat's a good guy. We've known each other for about two years. Uh, definitely going to hear more of Pat on this podcast and uh, future episodes, but just want to give you a bit of a background on him. And uh, Alex, what's up with you, homie? What's going on, guys? Uh, Joe, thanks for having me on here, buddy. Um, my name is Alex. Uh, I'm riding out of uh, Toronto. Uh, I've got a 2019 uh, Harley Street Bob and uh, a couple other bikes too, but I'll keep those under wraps for now and uh we actually met the same the same night i think all three of us uh met at lnl the same night yeah so, yeah we did totally yeah, yeah yeah i think we all met in parking lots too I yeah we did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one it's or a another theme, buddy it's a theme yeah and Bye, chin bud, welcome back for another episode bud 
Yeah, Thanks man. again for coming on. No problem, man. Thanks for having me for the second time and uh thanks for tagging <laughs> me along on this Daytona trip, man. It was a good time. No worries, brother. Good to have you. For those of you who don't know, uh I guess I don't know if any of you guys knew this, but 500,000 people make their way down there every year, which is pretty crazy. Um, there's motorcycle racing, concerts, uh, parties, street festivals, tons of stuff going on. Um, it started a little bit of history in 1937 uh, around the Daytona 200 um, and took a little hiatus from 1942 to 47 due to the war, resumed in 47 and uh kind of regained its popularity and still promoted to the, the daytona 200 is still promoted to this day with all the other bike races that go on during the week so ama supercross and there's a couple other big events that go on so um yeah just to give you a bit of background as to what it's about i mean obviously there's tons of tons of other stuff and that we'll get into but uh that's generally the uh the history of of bike week uh so chin you you kind of left earlier right because you had your you were visiting some family down in Florida, no? Yeah, so we uh, we left about four or five days before you guys. Um, we actually stayed in Naples, Florida. I was ahead, bro. I was I was warming up those streets for you guys, man. Yeah, exactly. bro. This guy was sending us pictures of him in his shorts poolside, man. <laughs> I know. Corona time. It was about uh, about three hours from Ocala, from where you guys were at, and right uh, a little bit more of a quiet residential. Definitely no comparison to the craziness of daytona which we'll probably get into yeah but, uh, good stuff to yeah. see down there though no you said it was sick like the ride beautiful yeah. yeah yeah the actual riding is uh if you ride up the coast um st petersburg and stuff like that it's beautiful beautiful country up there and um yeah it's just a nice florida vibe man when you're coming from minus 20 in the winter and you're going to plus 25 in the sunshine man anything's good yeah 100 percent um yeah, so you left early. We we came down. Uh, big shout out to to uh, Alex's old man for uh, hooking up a truck and trailer for us to get down there. A um, little piece of advice, I guess, for everyone going down: make sure you just plan everything out ahead. Because uh, getting a trailer last minute, I don't pat you know firsthand. It was pretty tough to lock in a trailer last minute, but uh, oh, we were absolutely uh, scrambling. Yeah, we were scrambling and, and stuff gets booked up. You you wouldn't be surprised how many people actually are, are headed down from, from Toronto or Ontario to, to go down to bike week. It's uh there's a lot of people going down and they're all thinking about the same stuff. So book ahead. Uh if you're gonna go, make sure to get that trailer lined up. And for all of those uh thinking about booking a U-Haul, if you're going for more than a week, that's uh, a no-go. Um can't book U-Hauls. I figured that out really quick. <laughs> uh actually Pat, you figured that out, eh, buddy? yeah max five day rental on those things um they're not going to let you book for more than five days so <clears throat> that definitely threw a wrench in our plans yeah for sure Hence the uh the scrambling to find a trailer last minute yeah we just so, kind of banked on that and kind of assumed but just yeah. i don't know for just piece of info that hopefully helps someone else out uh u-haul is a no-go if you're going for more than a week but uh yeah so big shout out to alex your old man that was huge for uh truck and trailer and we got down there and how long was the drive alex uh it's supposed to be 18 and a half hours uh i think that would that would be like a normal drive and i think with truck and trailer it took us like maybe 21 22 right and we took 75 down which is yep. a little bit of a flatter route 
Um, if you go through West Virginia, you're just going to burn more gas. So just depends, uh, you know, what you want to do. I mean, West Virginia is obviously a beautiful drive. I've never done it. Alex, I think you've done it, no? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, it's, it's definitely – it's worth it if, you, if you're going to stop and, and take some – you know, some, some scenery pictures and stuff like that. Um, it just comes down to, to you. Um, you know, in our, in our case, we wanted to get there as fast as possible. And, and this was definitely the best way to do it, considering we were doing the drive in one shot, not breaking it up, uh, you know, yeah. over two days or something. Right. I get, it was pretty interesting getting down there and there's a couple of little humps in the road. <laughs> yeah. I think when was it when I realized that I didn't have my insurance and ownership? About an hour down the road. I, yeah, I want to say, yeah, was I think it was when I got there and I asked you. I was like, "Hey, uh, Joe, do you have your ownership and insurance?" You're like, "You're like, yeah, I think so." And then you looked at, and then about five minutes later, you looked at me and you had like you were white in the face, man. Turns turns and ask turns to ask his girlfriend if she's got yeah. it. Of course, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Babe, babe, do you have it?" She's like, "No, I have no idea what you're talking about." Uh, but yeah, so I forgot my insurance and ownership. So I just stopped at Service Ontario like an hour before the border. I waited like. Oh, it's 45 minutes. Not bad in line to get. No, you got lucky. Man. You got lucky so that was, that was fun. And then on our, what was it? What's that bridge called on the way over to, uh, ambassador, 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 yeah, ambassador bridge. bridge. So we're on the ambassador bridge and, <laughs> and Alex forgot the massive cannon of a joint in his pocket. And I, uh, I've never scrambled so hard in my life. man. <laughs> we're coming down the hill. Like we're past the halfway point of the bridge. I can see the border guards and these guys tell me there's a, there's a cannon of a joint somewhere hidden in the truck. They could probably smell it from there, man. Oh, Dude, I have a video that is hilarious. <laughs> Pat's like, throw the fucking joint out the window. Throw the joint out the window. <laughs> yeah, I had to be the party pooper and toss it. Eh? So funny. But then we got through and we wish we kept it because we were fucked for weed for like three days or <laughs> four days. We didn't get checked by no one. No one did a, no one did a search <laughs> on us or anything. We don't have like, you know, we God don't have like crazy crazy last name so people weren't pulling us over trying to get us to fucking you know take a look at our bikes and shit so we were yeah. lucky we were yeah. super lucky but you're right you have to when you plan this out you have to you know make sure you got your ownership make sure you got your insurance plan your route out in advance know where you're gonna go know where you're gonna cross you know and all that stuff in advance before you head down because it's gonna save you save you a lot of headaches and a lot of time although we have now learned that if you have forgotten your ownership you can stop at Surface Ontario <laughs> just outside of Detroit and you're good to go I don't know. We had a good drive. We nothing really too much more interesting about our drive. I mean, if you if you go want to take out your phone for some good pictures on your way down there, if you're coming from Ontario or somewhere around here, Atlanta is pretty cool. Cincinnati, um, Cincinnati. The mountains through Tennessee are pretty picturesque. Yeah, it's a so, nice drive through Tennessee. Yeah, they were beautiful. We yeah. didn't go through West Virginia because we didn't want to blow more gas than than we had to. Um, so we took a little bit of a flatter route. Took I seventy five. Yeah, the, the but, 77 is a much more scenic route, but if you just want to get there, and then 75 is definitely where you want to go. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And gas is, like, hella cheap in Ohio and stuff, too. So <laughs> gas right gonna, now. Yeah, especially <laughs> now, too, right? But even yeah. when we were traveling, I think it was only, like, a dollar, maybe, like, a dollar eighty a gallon, which, you know, when you convert that over to per liter, it's, like, ridiculously cheap. So we were lucky yeah, so in that case. Gas is like pretty good on the way down. I wouldn't say if I'm giving any people advice to like go down, I would say just, you know, the more people you go with, obviously the better it is, but you know, uh, not really too much advice on getting down there aside from budget your gas and, 
and try and go the flattest route possible. If you're pulling a big rig, West Virginia through the mountains probably isn't the smartest idea, but to each their own, it's a nice drive. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess we, well, we burnt more gas when I was driving, I think. <laughs> yeah. And any, any of you, any of you that are taking a trailer down with bikes in the back, obviously, you know, most important thing you can possibly do is make sure that you strap your bikes down as well as oh, you possibly fuck. can number one but number two make sure there's nothing floating around the trailer that's going to mess anything up because one of the big uh you know instances that we had on the way down about, about was like a third of the way down or almost half the way down we we stopped for fuel and when we went to stop for fuel we took a look at the bikes like we do every time we stop and uh one of the bikes my bike took a tumble in the trailer and uh ended up messing up joe's brand new saddle and seat <laughs> Yo, Saddleman, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, please, yeah, you know, just have <laughs> a heart. Yeah, the bikes up. The bikes <laughs> had a little bit of a. They had a bit of a royal rumble in the trailer there. Yeah, they yeah. did. They did. Yeah. They were trying to. They were trying to hook up or something. It was kind of weird. So check, check it out in the video. It's a good shot. You can see the whole damage. Um, there's a video <laughs> on YouTube on our YouTube channel. But good shit. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. That was. Well, it was a learning experience. I yeah. Mean, this is our first trip down, right? I mean, I've chalked, dude. I, I used I raced motocross six years. I've never had a bike fall over on me. And I, I promise you, I say that with 100% honesty. I've never had a bike fall over. When I opened that trailer, my heart dropped. Or not, I didn't even open the trailer. I walked around the corner and I saw you guys already looking at it. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you came in. Do you remember what happened? You guys, we, we stopped at the gas station. We pulled up. We jumped yeah. out of the truck. And then I think Pat went to look first and then you went, I think with Val and then I was inside and you came inside and you were like, you were like, again, like white in the face. Well, and you were like, so the, buddy, we had a little problem in the trailer. Yeah. The thing was, I was like, that, oh fuck. It was your two guys bikes that got damaged. Right. So like I, op <laughs> I opened, I opened the trailer and I see what's happened and Joe still hasn't registered it yet. He hasn't come around the corner yet. And I'm just like, I feel guilty as fuck immediately. Because my bike's just sitting pretty up at the front there. No damage. Oh, but also because you were driving. Well, I, I, yeah, that too. I was driving at that yeah. point, right? But, um, yeah, I, I definitely, even though my bike uh, was fine, I still felt super, super guilty about that. So, um, so we, uh, we actually stayed down in Ocala. Again, Alex coming in the clutch. <laughs> Mama uh, H. Mama H, H Alex's whole family, yeah, um, putting us up in their house down in uh, Ocala, Florida, which is 45 minutes west of, uh, or about an hour and 15, I say 45, but about an hour and 15 west, no, right? Yeah, if you're mobbing, uh, it's, it's less than If you're like 15, cooking but... it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, put us up in a sick house. Um, funny shit though it was kind of it was in a 55 plus retirement community so it was a little uh little tame at night i guess you could say i mean yeah. the mcdonald's and dunkin donuts were popping but um it was definitely a good time nice to like get away from all the mayhem and kind of just lay your head and, and chill for the night um we had tons of crazy nights and uh it was nice to kind of just kick kick back and relax back at the ranch as you could say but um yeah big shout out to alex Thanks, buddy, and uh, your whole family for doing that. That was huge. No worries at all. No worries and, at all. And um, Chin met us. You met us on the fifth, right, bud? You came yeah. up from uh, from your from your um, from family Naples. place. Yeah, yeah, from Naples. And then uh, 
we kind of chilled out. We worked on the bikes for a day. I had a little bit of a bike issue. Uh, we got sorted out at uh, Warhorse Harley in Ocala. <clears throat> so big shout out to uh, Warhorse for uh, making sure the bike was running smooth and getting everything uh, dialed in for me. And uh, Missy, uh, who works there at the uh, service uh, department, uh, big shout out to you. You were outstanding. And a huge fucking G. So uh, big Absolutely. shout out to you. <laughs> I know the boys uh, were stoked too on, on how uh, how the service was and just how uh, dope the dealership was. They had like a little pool table, coffee shop, ping pong, nice little games room to hang out, chill while your bike's being done. So uh, definitely check out them if you're uh, around Ocala, Florida. Um, and then uh, Alex, you got some parts on your bike. We put an intake uh new pipes yeah we, uh, we basically did stage one on it stage did, one uh, on it yeah screaming eagle intake uh, your mom's garage short shots yeah <laughs> and, and mom's garage i think actually the ups <laughs> ups truck showed up for us uh the day the day that we arrived right we got there thursday yeah. morning and the parts came in for the bike a few hours later and uh pat and and uh joe and i put the put the parts on and then uh, the tuner came in the mail too so we tuned the bike up and yeah, that thing was running, uh, yeah. running mint. That M8 rips too. After all that stuff, oh my god! Yeah, I can dude, look it up. Yeah. Blown yeah. away by the by that power that bike has. And if any of you are out there, Bro, it's stupid. A Harley, yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Without a doubt, that's like one of the best, one of the most affordable and and best performing Harleys and lightweight Harleys you can possibly buy. Yeah, you don't need to run a 117 something ridiculous yeah. in there to get the power out of it. Um, exactly. Well, yeah, uh, March, so Chin came and met us. We chilled out, got the bike styled in. That was kind of my fuck up that, you know, my bike wasn't ready to go uh, right away, but all good. Uh, we got it dialed in, and uh, we went to we, – did we go to Daytona or, or Orlando first? I think we actually went to Orlando before we before we made it into Daytona. I think we went to Daytona for maybe, like, an afternoon or, or maybe a couple hours just to cruise, but I don't – Pat. Yeah, we t we touched Daytona just for a couple hours before yeah. we went to Orlando there, but it it wasn't uh, it wasn't a full day. Just a little. We bit wanted different. to check out Orlando. They had like a stunt show. Orlando Harley's a good dealership to check out once you're down there. Uh, we were kind of you know we got down there a day early before everything kind of kicked off, so we just kind of were you know easing our way into things, checking out Orlando Harley. There's a stunt show there. Definitely check it out. Um, and then we uh, we made our way into Daytona. Um, yeah, so if you're, if you're, if you're going in there, if you have a, if you're staying outside of, uh, Daytona beach, definitely, uh, make sure to just check ahead, pack smart, you know, the ride homes, uh, sometimes the deer, I know Pat had some experiences with some deer. I've never seen so many deer in my life on a road at yeah, nighttime. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. So anyone who's making that ride back across the 40, just a heads up, you know, keep, keep an eye out for, for deer after, you know, probably like yeah, seven o'clock. But and uh, also keep in mind that the temperature drop is brutal in, in oh, yeah, that, times that, like that. Right. That was the one thing that I was going to mention too. I totally yeah. forgot. Ride in with a fucking backpack or something, or if you got a Harley and you have saddlebags, whatever, that's cool. But ride in with a backpack and then just pack some warm clothes. Cause you're going to yeah. end up getting sucked into the sights and the, and the sounds and stuff. And then you're going to be like, oh shit it's midnight and i gotta ride back we were there about one night and we stayed the first i think it was the first night that we went into daytona it must have been on the we left on the fourth chin medicine on the sixth i think right the sixth was the friday or something 
I think it was uh, yeah, one of our yeah. first trips in. Yeah, and and we went and the, we just like we were so stoked to finally just as a first day in, we grabbed a beer and then we're like, oh, should we grab another one? And we're like, yeah, fuck it. And we grabbed another one and like two hours later, we're like, oh, dude, that was the worst decision. Like, and we're riding back in like seven, eight degrees. My girlfriend's hitting me in the back, just being like, why did you do this to me? Like, so pissed. Like, and I was just, I felt bad because like she was, she had nothing on. Like she had like a fuck, like ripped jeans and like a t-shirt, seven degrees. <laughs> brutal. So Yeah, it dropped from like, it was like what? It was probably in the upper 20s, like maybe like mid 20s, 24, 25 during the day. And then as soon as the sun set, it dropped down to like maybe eight or nine degrees Celsius and it got hella cold. So yeah, not, not, not fun. I mean, I, I know for a fact I was teeth chattering on a few of those rides back um, at nighttime just because it's freaking cold yeah so I guess shout, like, shout out to shout out to quick shout out to fast mask for the thick gloves and the and the face shields oh no seriously <laughs> the, those that, that saved my ass man with no oh, that, windshield I'll tell that you saved that. my ass too dude i can't believe what a difference it makes when you put one of those on yeah like it, it's just like it's it's night and day like for the for getting air in your butt in your face just cold air and it just it, it does even huge even the gloves the gloves make a huge difference too because yeah. if you rock if you rock like dirt bike gloves for the day because you don't want your hands to get sweaty or stuff but then at night it's fucking terrible so those, yeah. uh, it, the, I, the insulated gloves were clutch yeah i think it was you joe that got me onto the masks um i'll, I'll back that 100 percent. those fast mask masks yeah um, i never used to ride with them uh now i can't ride without one no they're sick they're, they're sick. awesome check them out if you haven't already fast mask and then on the Monday, we went to Miami for a couple of days, uh, which was I think the ninth. Yeah, we should kind of we should tell everyone how we kind of how we how we set that up. Um, Miami was I think lit. you know, Miami yeah. was Miami was dope, and and like Joe, that was it was your call uh, to do that, and obviously it was a great fucking call because it was nice to kind of break away from like the you know the retirement community of Ocala and get to a place where we could go out and have some fun and you know, ride around and really enjoy, enjoy the weather too. Right. Cause there's a huge, huge difference weather-wise as well. So we got, we yeah. got to go down there and, and you, uh, you actually gave me the job of, uh, finding an Airbnb for us in, uh, yeah. in Miami. And, uh, I did the trap best house. I could to the trap house. As I kept <laughs> telling you guys, it was going to be, you know, I did the best I could to keep that a, a quiet, a, keep it quiet, keep it a surprise. And yeah. Then we so we walk there. in and this thing's like balling. Like he's been telling us it's a trap house told pat pat kind of knew what it was but me and chin and 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 uh we were completely in the dark and luca and we get there and this thing is balling like straight up just jacuzzi five, five star cool. like yeah like it <laughs> doesn't get any better than this and we were like dude what the heck man that was so sick so alex hooked it up surprised us with this dope airbnb down in miami we're really close to everything downtown so Right by the police station. Yeah, right by the police station. It's <laughs> yeah. always good. Um, but we had no. We issues. had two cops on our street. Yeah, yeah. we had. Yeah, they're watching the yeah. bikes. One of them. One of them watched me wheelie Pat's bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. To anyone that's gonna go to Miami and spend some time there, if you're taking your bikes down with you, keep keep you know looking for Airbnbs. Um, you know, just from an experience, from my own experience, trying to find a place. Uh, it's pretty difficult to find parking often. So, you know, keep an eye out for that. If you guys are going to ride down or if you're going to trailer down, um, you know, just scope the property out in advance, make sure you can find some parking. In our case, we kind of had to do like a bit of a, uh, I don't know, 
know, it's a bit of a bit of a you know finesse, so to speak, to get us. To, yeah, to we juggled park we juggled cars around, but I mean, it yeah. was it was cool. I yeah, I mean, Alex, hundred percent, definitely keep that in mind because having a place to store your bikes is uh, sometimes an issue. But uh, especially in Miami, especially in Miami, you don't want to leave them on the street. Um, for 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 the listeners too, like. You know, if you're if you're traveling, if you're gonna break up the week, like Joe said, if you're gonna go to Miami, and if you're gonna go from like the Daytona area, you know, it's like a five five hour or so drive. Make sure you go to your local CBS or Walgreens and grab yourself a Sun Pass because that makes a world of difference, as we figured out. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, about a five hour drive south, and then uh, once you're there's there, toll, you can, there's you tolls for all of you who don't know what Sun Pass is. Um, it's just a, it's, it's a pass you can load up online and just kind of like prepay for like riding long distances on their, on their toll routes, which saves you a lot of time, a lot of fiddling, fucking around with your wallet when you're moving up to the tolls. I remember boys, we went through how many fucking times and I was, I was like, Oh, you know what? By the end of it, I was like paying for everyone. because I was like, you know what? So no one has to bring out their wallet again. Cause I just, I hated every like, you know, 10 kilometers you'd have to, you know, open up your pocket, get out of three dollar bill put the change back in put your gloves back on and then cook it and then they would only you know you could only go one one at a time so um definitely good piece of advice prepay on those tolls um or it's just going to be a pain in the ass if you have a big group of guys riding with you um restaurants uh just quickly some stuff that stood out in miami uh versailles was a restaurant that uh alex took us to chin uh, you definitely appreciated this and, and have a good, uh, you, you tell, you tell the story the best. So I'll let you take this away. I just, you know, I, Pat is not for the listeners. Pat is not a ginormous fellow, but I've never seen somebody order so many entrees at a, at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, he really went off, but no, the food was incredible. Like Alex knows he's a little diamond in the rough, just like the, just like the house. He knows he's diamonds in the rough. Uh, yeah restaurants and no it was killer man it was just it was perfect for the miami vibe like if you got if you go to a place like miami you kind of want that more authentic type of uh type of vibe and and places like versailles really really give you that so it was great yeah, yeah. good stuff i wanted a cubano they have everything you could possibly want on the menu um what was that what was that fried um that you made everyone taste which one was it? The, it came as a side on everyone's plate. It's like the fish, something that. Uh, no, it's like oh. was it plantain or like? Yeah, well, so the plantain chips come with um, ceviche, and they make really, really good ceviche. It was almost there, so. like a fried banana or like a like a like a dessert almost. I don't know what it was, but it was. Anyway, it was phenomenal. Sorry, I thought it was like a, a staple. On it's kind of like it probably is, and I'm blanking out. Yeah, kind of like a. It's kind of like pakora for people that know what that is. It's a similar. It's like a little fried thing. Anyway, Versailles, check it out. It's definitely a good spot. Tons of bike parking outside. Um, get the Cuban coffee. Get yeah, the Cuban coffee is like fucking unbelievable. Some of the best coffee I've ever had in my life, actually. Like, I, I and I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke on that. Um, uh, my favorite restaurant probably on the way. I don't know. I have a bunch of top ones, but my, my one that stands out would be the Blackwater Inn, which is on 40, 15 minutes west of Daytona Beach. Um, I was, Alex kind of probed me on the mahi-mahi and uh, got me going. And 
so I was kind of on the hunt for some good fish and looked up some reviews and these guys not only have some decent food, but they, the view is unreal. Pat, uh, I know you, you enjoyed it. So yeah, that, that place gets my number one spot just for the view alone. Yeah. It was awesome. It wasn't too far from, uh, from the main attraction either. So good spot. Yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, Blackwater Inn again, for uh, those of you who want to check it out for some mahi mahi. Um, and then, um, and that's, yeah, that's, again, that's back in Daytona, so um, for size in Miami. Uh, but Broken Spoke, uh, just to cover, now that we're on restaurants, just to cover a couple of bars and restaurants that you definitely want to check out, uh, Broken Spoke and uh, Iron Horse. The two of them, I, I couldn't pick a favorite between the two. Honestly, I swear to God, I've never seen anything like this in all of my life. It is a, it's like a, it's like an outdoor bar with bikes everywhere. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it's a lot, just of, like, a lot of chrome, a lot of booze. Yeah, like check out our YouTube video because you can see the bro- both of them, Broken Spoke and Iron Horse. They're both in the videos to give you more of a visual of what it what it's actually like. But it's just two floors, I would say over an acre of property on both of these places, and it's just like mayhem. Like you know, half naked girls swinging from the roofs. You know, got like like wet t-shirt contests fucking rock shows burnout competitions it's just like anything you could possibly want is at these two spots so it's hard to kind of like if you're gonna go definitely i would have liked to at least spend you know an afternoon or a day there we spent like a couple hours at each of them because we're focused on getting back to the main strip but um and back to ocala but it was uh if you have the time, spend an afternoon at Broken Spoke or any of those main massive saloons. Uh, definitely worthwhile. Um, I feel like I feel like the only way to describe it is if like you're stepping into a time machine. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> and coming uh, coming out in like the '70s and '80s because like you, I know it was the same exact fucking vibe like 30 yeah, years uh, ago. The yeah. same bikes, the same guys. It's just their hair got grayer. The bikes got a little bit more patina on them. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, you're exactly right with that stepping into a time machine thing. And, and I don't know about you guys, but like that was the kind of shit I was looking to get out of this trip, man. Oh, like, yeah. Seeing 100%. stuff like that, it really it gave me like that full, that full Daytona Beach feeling. Um, and uh, continue on with our trip. We got back from Miami on uh, March 11th. Uh, we spent two days down there. Uh, you know, we went to a couple bars, a couple clubs, um, some alleged um, <laughs> kerfuffles, obviously, with spring breakers, I guess you could say, to just keep it short. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably best to keep it short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it was good fun. We had a good time down there. Um, anyone else have anything they want to add to Miami? I don't really... Uh, I like the little uh, the little Lauderdale tour we did. That was a nice oh yeah, little, uh, yeah. change of scenery too, man. It was a four Lauderdale yeah, was beautiful, cool. especially that little downtown strip there. So and if I anyone wants that. some good photo spots, uh, definitely check out Windward. Uh, Chin, you definitely. I know you like that a lot too. Uh, yeah, Windward is definitely uh, the graffiti capital of Miami. Yeah, Windward. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, just graffiti everywhere. Good spot if you want that. As you said before, Instagram clout chin. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, good spot to take some photos. Uh, we went to a juice bar down there, which uh, I guess. Those juice? 
Yeah, it was juice. Shout out to Joe's juice. <laughs> Joe's juice. Uh, Shane said to again, good break from all the alcoholic beverages. Um, yeah. If you want to just place to relax, get some good food, some good, um, you know, juice bars, good restaurants, definitely a place to check out. Um, For any of you people that are riding while you're down there, if you're not taking transportation, if you're riding your motorcycles down there, just a heads up, um, you know, drivers in Miami do not give a fuck about yeah. whether you're, <laughs> in, you're on a motorcycle or if you're in a truck. <laughs> they will push you out of the way. So just a heads up to anyone riding on, any of the highways there. I don't even know what the highway numbers are down there. I think it might be uh, uh, probably no 75. I don't know if it's still that number down there, but um, regardless, keep a, keep a lookout because people will, uh, will push you pretty hard on a motorcycle. So just, just a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. And then be safe. March 12th, we came back, we chilled. We had like basically just to kind of recap our, cause I'm going to get into basically some stuff that you should cover. And then our advice of, of bike week, but I wanted to give kind of everyone an overview of, of, of what we did, how we split it up. I mean, obviously I can't cover everything, but basically we came back from Miami, spent another couple of days in Daytona. Uh, I mean, any guys of anything jumps out, but street fight. I mean, we went the street fighters. We did tons of shit, um, uh, down in Daytona. But uh, just to probe us on some cool stories, maybe even kind of recap of what you should check out when you're down there in Bike Week and let you know kind of what's going on, what meets there are, uh, what's kind of like a must-see down in Bike Week. Um, I'll uh, kind of listen through here. But just to start off, like Main Street is, I guess, Pat and Chin, Alex, chime in anytime. But uh, Main Street, number one. great place to uh people watch uh yeah, that's, that's the vibe right there main yeah. street is the vibe. that's uh, what you're there for is main street yeah that's like, yeah, the like that's iconic. where everything goes down like that's where you know dirty harry's is one of the biggest bars um staples of bike week they do a wet t-shirt contest every day um it's kind of fucking crazy but every that's damn a, day yeah every day um it's uh it's insane but yeah people watching tons of bikes anyone yeah, advice advice on parking for everybody guys definitely uh throw that up for everybody. every man every man for himself <laughs> literally but but one thing to keep in mind too like you know if, if anyone is going to be going to to daytona 2021 obviously probably the four of us will be there but just a heads up when you are in that area if you're going to ride in the first thing you should do without a doubt is go to main street there's no doubt about it good luck finding parking but if you can do it you're golden. One thing to keep in mind when you do that, though, make sure you either have sunglasses on or your visors down in your helmet. One or the other, because yeah, the police will give you a ticket in a fucking heartbeat. So just a I heads up to, to anybody. Yeah, I, well, Alex, you already kind of like teed it off there, perfect. But I want, yeah, definitely touch on the laws and like what you should watch out for when you're down there, because I had no idea. I know Alex, you've done some riding down there before, um, but. Yeah, definitely no headphones. So if you have those external headphones, like iPhone headphones, no go. Um, big ticket. Uh, sunglasses. You have to have eye protection, as Alex said. Big one. Um, no helmet, other... but eye protection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can splat your head is... like a melon off the side of the curb, <laughs> but make sure you cover your eyes. So you can <laughs> you can ride without a helmet in the state of Florida, um, as long as you have insurance. If you don't have insurance, it's not necessary in the state of Florida. But without insurance, you must have a helmet on. Yeah. So for all you guys riding dirty, taking your bikes down there and rocking no buckets, uh, 
don't do it. <laughs> it's just a hassle. Get a salad bowl. And like, or don't ride near Main Street because if you go near Main Street, you're you basically just put a fucking bullseye on your back for all the cops that are hard on pulling over bikers down there because they're not that they're assholes or anything, but it's just like they're definitely looking for um, violations. You know, for violations, and it's a money maker for the city. So. You know, just be on your best behavior, I guess, uh, when you're when you're riding down Main Street, because uh, whether you think there's a cop looking at you or not, there's three looking at you, and they know full well exactly what everyone's doing. So, be careful 100%. is my advice. 100%. Um, number two, watch the road races. There's Daytona 200. There's the AMA Supercross, which is a huge motocross supercross, or for all of you um, who actually no motocross uh it's a supercross race indoor supercross race at daytona speedway uh huge thing to check out um uh, you know good after parties definitely a good way to meet some people if uh if you got a smaller group and that's definitely the place to be on the saturday night uh is the supercross so check out supercross uh we had tickets but uh ended up getting sidetracked and carried away and ended up not going but uh, definitely a place to, uh, place to be, uh, <clears throat> meet your heroes. Um, dude, like it's some of the, I mean, as you guys know, like the amount of people that you saw down there, we saw sea bear stunts, high side Joe, some of the street fighters, uh, you guys, you who are stunt stunt scene fans, uh, you know, unknown industries was down there. So if there's a racer or even someone who's racing the 200 or, you know, you want to get an autograph or see your, uh, see your idol, definitely, uh, you know, the, the likelihood of them being down there is pretty high. Pat, I know, uh, you saw a lot of guys down here, so I don't know if you want to comment on that, but yeah, I kind of made it my mission to, uh, hunt a few people down and <laughs> I was successful in that. Um, but yeah, Liam Neeson over here. It is the uh, it is like the largest bike rally in the world too, guys. So remember that it, all the top names in the industry are usually going to be there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we covered covered people people watching, but it's a good place to check out bikes, people, um, tons of stuff on the strip to uh, to just kind of post up with a beer and just sit there for an hour and check out the scenes. Um, there's uh swap meets so if you're looking for parts uh tons of rides that dealerships and local um, companies brands are putting on and it depends how much you want to get into it and look far ahead i mean um you know as a it's it's good to find a local and to kind of find someone down there who knows the scene uh you know we were able to kind of go on a couple rides here and there but uh you know just pay attention to what's going on on social media it changes up every year there's always someone doing something but uh definitely just keep up to date on uh, social media and post for bike week uh daytona bike is a good a good source to to kind of check out that's where i found a lot of uh stunt shows and where everything was going on for the week so uh check it out uh restaurants we covered tons of the saloons that you should go to um and then just uh sightseeing uh pat what was that lighthouse called do you remember oh it's like on the, the map Ponce inlet I, yeah. lighthouse i think it yeah, was and that was it that was it it's uh you know super nice view um for any of those who want at the uh just send me a dm with your email and name and that you're interested in getting our map i'll send you our podcast map of where we went all the restaurants we hit up 
uh, even restaurants we didn't head up and places that we didn't hit up, but you should definitely go to or their bike week staples. I'm not going to post it for everyone, but uh, for anyone who's interested in thinking of going down there, definitely uh, DM me and I'll, uh, I'll send that over to you on Google Drive. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that covers it all for main things to check out. There's like a million and a half things to do during bike week. And I don't know, guys, if you have any advice on, you know, the loop. just the loop. forgot the loop. Yeah. Yeah. Do the loop. Yeah. The loop. The, I think the loop was one of my favorites. Yeah. That was, that was probably the biggest, uh, biggest change of scenery going from like beach riding, coastal riding to like, feel like you're in freaking Jurassic park with these swamps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And what it's cool for, for anybody listening is that we had uh, we had GoPros and a lot of cameras and, and, and we were taking pictures and a lot of footage when we were there. But if you don't and it's just you or it's just you and another person, there's actually people posted up on the side of this loop. And uh, Joe, you can probably give them a better direction of where it is exactly. But these guys pretty much yeah. take high-grade professional quality pictures of you and they throw their websites up on signs on the side of the road and you pretty much just look up the website after and you can find pictures of yourself going through the kind of historic loop area. So. Yeah, it's kind Dude. of a, that's, I've totally forgot about that. Go ahead, uh, Alex. Did we do that yet? We should, we should probably do that and see if we can find yeah. any of our own photos out there. I looked at like 7,000 pictures, so it'll oh. take some time, but. Make yeah. sure you make sure you at least know the day and somewhat the time. So you could at least yeah. DM the guy and be like, Hey, uh, <laughs> Or pull over. Can you like, narrow it down to a couple you? thousand photos for me? <laughs> yeah, 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 really. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, Chin, that's good advice. So, like, uh, if you don't want to post up and you want to get a sick group shot, I'm sure if you like hit them up ahead of time and said you were coming through, uh, they would coordinate. But just to know that that's out there and a thing is definitely good to know. I'm pretty sure that's uh, that scenery actually got I think Pat and Chin their probably their best shot of the whole trip, right? So that that was oh, definitely. Yeah, 100%. That was definitely worth the. I mean, everyone does the loop. Just make just make sure you do it. Like, the, the, it's a no brainer. Just go, just go do it. Like, yeah. just go do it. Go do it. Yeah. Take some photos. Take a GoPro with you. Go have some fucking fun. Go do it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I mean, I think that pretty much covers it as far as things to do. And and uh, you know, we uh, we obviously kind of had more of a plan. And and uh, you know, I did I did a lot of research ahead of time as to like stuff that we definitely wanted to see but i just you know i would suggest and i don't know alex if you can agree but i would wing some of it but i would also plan you know a majority of it just so you can stay on the same track and don't get sucked into staying at one thing for the entire day and miss out on all the cool shit that's going on but uh yeah i think like to add to that i think that what we learned from daytona was that obviously the weekends are the best, you know, like opening weekend from Friday till Sunday. And then the following weekend from Friday until Sunday are obviously the, the craziest. And if, if you want to be spending time going there throughout the week, you know, you're, you're more than welcome to, but for us, we decided that, uh, you know, we wanted to have the weekends kind of to, to devote towards Daytona. And then we took the week to be able to do things we wanted to do. So it's up yeah. to up to you guys, how, how you want to set up your schedules and stuff. But I completely agree with you, man. I think that I think that it, it, it doesn't make sense to have an itinerary for the whole thing unless you need it. I would say, you know, fly by the seat of your pants for a lot of that stuff. Cause I mean, shit, we, we rode past stuff and we we're like, holy shit, we should turn around and go check that out. And then we just like flipped a flip. Yeah. We went back and checked it out. Right. So, I mean, yeah. we're not even covering probably 20% of what in reality happens at Atona. So keep an, keep an open schedule and, and, and just be prepared. 
Yeah. And I mean, it's, there's stuff for everyone. Like from we're, I mean, I'm 25 out. We're all in our twenties here. And I think there's something for thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, you know, Hey buddy, um, I'm 30. All right. You better take, take it easy, pal. You guys, you guys are the youngins, man. I'm, just, the, I'm the old guy. Just, just, I was trying to, you know, give you a little compliment there. Pal. No, man, I'm in the thirties, bro. That's it. I'm, I'm sick of working me, bro. I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but, uh, there's just basically stuff for everyone to do. Like it's bike weeks, uh, you know, whether you're 20 or 65 you're you're going to be able to find something to do at bike week and it's just a place to be if you love motorcycles and and want to add it to your bucket list uh i don't i definitely am gonna make it a tradition for for myself to go down and i definitely want you boys to keep coming down every year and i think we've started like a little thing and i hope it continues throughout all the bike weeks to come (laughs) Yeah, I'm going down with a Harley next time. <laughs> yeah, you guys made me jealous, <laughs> buddy. This guy takes one rip on on uh, on the on the street on the street, Bob, and he just it, biggest That's smile it, on his man. face, and he like, comes back comes back and he gets a Harley. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. And yeah. like, just to quickly touch on that, I think like we're starting a trend straight up because me and Pat got Harley's chin. You just got a Harley. Yeah. Uh, Alex, you got a Harley. After Alex, Alex calls me and says, there's no fucking way I'm letting you have a Harley and there's not one in my garage. <laughs> I have two <laughs> A week after I bought it. <laughs> yeah. And I have two people in the bike scene that I won't mention by name right now who are probably listening to this podcast that full well know exactly who they are who are buying Harleys right now. Um, and a buddy just called me today who's been a sport bike guy all his life. Ben, if, you listen, if you're listening to this, um, you just Welcome to the club. Yeah, welcome to the club. Eat your words. Uh, <laughs> you just switched over to the dark side too, and uh, I think it's going to be a sick season because there's a lot of guys. Jimmy, if you're listening out there, buddy, I know you uh, just switched over too. So just a lot of buddies of ours who have uh, kind of moved over to the to the Harley scene, and not to say like you know, I'm a supporter of all bikes. I love anything on two wheels. Um, you know, and and you know. I think anyone's blessed to be able to go out and ride any bike, whether, uh, you know, what that bike is, doesn't, doesn't matter to me. I honestly really could give a fuck, but, uh, I just, uh, yeah, just want, uh, everyone to know that we're a big supporter of all bikes, but that, uh, I think the Harley scene in Ontario is going to be uh, huge this year and definitely up and coming and something to uh, keep an eye out for. So. Um, you know, I, I feel like the Harley community is super close and, and people really look out for each other. And, it, and I think to your point, I think that I think we're starting that new wave. I think we're bringing, we're bringing youth to it. And I think what it's going to do is it's going to propel that, that industry. I think it's going to make us kind of like, you know, the, the, the people to, to bring that, bring that forward, you know, for, for the listeners out there that, that are maybe have never considered making the move before and just thought, oh, you know, Harley's are for old guys or whatever, you know, like there's a lot of guys that are putting in serious work in the scene that have like already, you know, kind of started that curve in Ontario and Canada. Like, uh, you know, just to shout out one wheel mafia East coast out in Montreal, um, you know, forever North crew. And there's just, there's a, there's a lot of guys doing a lot of work to, uh, to put the Harleys, uh, on the map and i think it's dope i think it's gonna be uh super badass 
I think we've covered pretty much everything. Um, I wanted to mention a couple things before we wrap this episode up uh, as far as what's going on in the scene right now. Um, there's been uh, a ride uh, recently announced by uh, the Biker Boys uh, who put on a lot of stuff in the Toronto scene. Um, they're doing a frontline salute ride. Um, which is for all, uh, give a kind of salute to all the healthcare workers that are keeping our friends and family safe during these tough times. Um, so we're doing a little slow ride near one of the local hospitals. Um, just wish that the uh, ride goes the best it can possibly go and that everyone, um, you know, respects all the social distancing slash guidelines that have been set out by all the healthcare professionals and and workers out there and city officials. Cause, uh, I definitely want this to be a positive, uh, we have uh, the bike community, but I think it will. I really, I really do think that out of anyone, the us as riders will be able to kind of make sure that it's looked at as a positive thing and, and not a, and not a negative. And that's all I'm really going to say on that. I don't know if you guys agree or not, but do we have any, uh, dates for that event, Joe? Anything yet? No. No? No. No. As far as I know, no. Um, it's going to be released. All the event details, if you want to if you want to know more, follow uh, us on Instagram and check out our, our post about it. There's uh, tons of details in the description. So I won't go too much into detail about that, but just wanted to kind of give you guys a heads up. Anything uh, you guys want to mention before we uh, wrap it up? Oh man, come on. I, I just realized that we forgot about like one of the, one of the most important restaurant recommendations we can possibly make. What's that? Boys, come on. You know what I'm going to say, right? So I totally forgot. Yeah. For anyone again, same thing. If you're in Florida, I, I think uh Wawa, it, it's, it's a, it's a gas station and also like a little, um, Oh God. It's like a little like food bar type thing. Um, they have like, like, a little, like a little sandwich shop inside, inside Wawa. And, uh, for any of you, obviously Canadians that are listening, if you haven't been to Wawa before, you know, big in, big in, uh, Pennsylvania, big in, I think New York and New Jersey as well. And also Florida and, uh, highly, highly recommend stopping in there for fuel. Uh, I think actually they have 93, uh, not, no ethanol. So, um, heads up on that one for any of you that are worried about that. That's definitely a good place to go. And they also make the best fucking hoagies you will ever eat <laughs> at a gas station. You should probably 100%. explain to everyone what a hoagie is briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So for, for Canadians, again, ho hoagies are just, they're just sandwiches. They're just subs. Um, but Americans, I guess, call them hoagies. Uh, I lived in, uh, in Philadelphia for a little while. And when I was there, I, I basically spent the majority of my time in Wawa because um, everyone that, that I was around always went there. So I got introduced to hoagies and I brought, when these guys came down with me, obviously I, I brought you guys there too. And I think uh, left a lasting Wawa impression on, on all of you. So um, to listeners, go check it out, get some fuel, grab yourself a hoagie, um, get some coffee too, because it's pretty good. And uh, yeah, enjoy it. And then go take a nap. Yeah, exactly. You need a nap after double meat, man. Double meat, bro. <laughs> double meat, the triple meat. meat. I think so, so, fucking chin triple meat of it. Yeah. <laughs> Put triple Mom meat baby. on. The like Italian, a, huh? Bazooka in his fucking That's pocket. It, man. Yeah. Alex said. Yeah, yeah. Bazooka, no doubt. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Def thanks for uh, including that, Alex. Definitely 
good place to fucking check out late <laughs> yeah night sorry too. guys late night late night eats um but yeah um uh, anything else that you guys want to add before we wrap this up because i definitely have a couple things to say at the end here but uh i just want to make sure we left nothing out but i i just wanted to keep it short concise to the point um please interrupt me if i'm if you guys want to jump in and quickly say something before we wrap it up but uh i just wanted to say thank you to you guys first off to uh for doing this and 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 one alex putting on this trip wouldn't have been possible without you buddy um you know putting us up in a place to stay and chin it was sick fucking you know having you on this trip and coming down and you know kind of happened like not last minute but you know a month before and i think this trip is something to do with with your buddies and it just makes it so much better when you're going down with a group rather than you know one or two people um yeah 100 100 yeah. man really agree on that note, I'm going to give a shout out really quickly to uh, Paula Carl uh, Harley for the for the hookup on the street, Bob. Um, Sarah, uh, thank you again for everything. And then also uh, Ray at R&D Motorcycles in Cambridge. Um, in my opinion, hands down, one of the best mechanics you can possibly uh, have work on your bikes. And he made sure my bike was running right um, for the trip down. So thanks to thanks to him. Yeah, yeah. No oh, big shout out. Policaro is sick. They're they're uh they work with One Wheel Mafia and sorry, I might have like I don't know if I said West Coast before, but maybe I just meant kind of our side of uh Ontario, but west side of Ontario. Uh One Wheel Mafia, big stunt team here. Um they put on a lot of stunt shows or have put on stunt shows with Policaro in the past. So big shout out to those guys for kind of pushing the younger vibes in the scene and and uh you know, always evolving the sport and uh, Harley's Davidson in general as a brand and kind of pushing uh, the new generation to, to kind of invest their money in Harley Davidson. So, uh, you know, big shout out to Paula Caro and good shout out, Alex. Uh, Chin, I know you have uh, some guys to mention, but before just, I wanted to say like for you guys personally, like big fucking shout out to you guys. Cause uh, this wouldn't be possible without you. And, um, I really appreciate all the work you guys have put into this. And um, for all the listeners out there, this is like the third time I think we've tried recording this. Um, <laughs> whether it's been, you know, me having bike issues and, and fucking leaving my phone in the truck and not paying attention to my shit or uh, family stuff that's come up. Uh, you know, everyone has their own shit going on with all the COVID and, and, uh, and everything and, and their, you know, regular lives. So I just wanted to thank everyone for putting a, aside the time to do this and, uh, and, and making it happen. And, and, uh, for all you guys just to know that, you know, this is a lot of work and it doesn't just happen overnight. And, uh, it's definitely not just me. It, it, uh, requires a full team and these guys are a huge part of it. So, uh, thanks homies. It's a big help. Happy to help, man. Yeah. I'm looking uh, forward to 2021. By all means, go go ahead. And uh, I know we all have our shout-outs to do as far as sponsors and supporters go. So, uh, Chin, I'll let you start it off. Yeah, so just, just to go on another note, just before I do that. Um, yeah, go ahead. Like, we've, I've, I've probably met Joe for uh, about a year before at this point we went on this trip. But in regards to Pat and Alex, like a – Barely knew these guys. I think I met them for like maybe 35 seconds at the Toronto bike show before, <laughs> you know, Alex was happy enough that, to have us at his family home. And, and I just want to say like trips like this, especially if you do them with people, if you go there with no expectations and you go there with, with people with the same mentality, you same enthusiasm as you with regards to motorcycles and stuff, you can 
make friendships that are, are going to last a lifetime, I think. So, you know, uh, I want to thank Alex for having us, Joe, for organizing, and Pat for just being a beauty, you know. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> buddy. The but, uh, yeah, in, re in regards to, to sponsor, not sponsorship, but I just want to give somebody in particular a shout-out. Um, Steve at SJ Power Sports. Uh, he's in Vaughn. He's at Martin Grove and Highway 7. Um, stand up, dude, if you need any type of work with regards to anything to do with power sports, jet skis, sleds, Harleys, uh, sport bikes, dirt bikes, ATVs. It's just the guy is a beauty. He, I uh, trust him with my life. You know, we put our lives on risk, at risk with these motorcycles. So you, if you can't do majority of the maintenance yourself and you've got to do some crazier shit, you want somebody working on it that you can trust. So big shout out to, uh, to SJ and check him out. Yeah. SJ Power Sports on Instagram, if you guys want to check that out. Um, uh, sponsors slash supporters uh, in no specific order at all, but uh, uh, definitely three that stand out for me um, who have been a huge uh, supporter and slash sponsors of the podcast so far. Uh, Original Garage Moto out of Montreal, Quebec. Um, they're, uh, they're aftermarket Harley parts. Uh, shop they do custom motorcycle parts motorcycle builds um they also do you know parts prototyping so they're always looking to you know evolve and further the sport always looking for new parts to create and uh put on their list of uh of stuff and uh they're just a sick company um uh, you know i've talked to the guys um behind the scenes and they're they're super they're super cool guys um Definitely check them out if you haven't heard of them before. Original Garage Moto on Instagram. Uh, Fast Mask, uh, local company. Um, uh, I don't know, guys, jump in. But I know you guys all know who Fast Mask is. They're a huge. Uh... Amy Clutch and that chilly ride. Shout out to Fast <laughs> yeah. Mask. Fast yeah. Mask face shield. <laughs> yeah, they do face shields, uh, gloves, apparel um and best thing about them is they're local and canadian um company so just want to you know support our local brands and and keep them going so fast mass big shout out to you guys for giving us the support um and then ilbury and goose out of uh, london ontario they're a lifestyle brand um definitely check out their stuff uh jewelry clothes you name it um they probably sell it. They're, they're awesome. A uh, good friend of mine too. Um, great guy. Uh, so definitely check them out. Ilbury and goose on Instagram. Uh, and then a couple guys who have uh, shown some love to the podcast, uh, bunking, uh, hard case performance. Thanks for hooking up the risers and bars on the bike, uh, saddleman seat, um, race tech and drag specialties, uh, elite moto tech. Uh, you guys are dope. Uh, so thanks to you guys. And then, you know, biggest shout out of all friends and family um who have supported this so far big shout out to you guys and uh, wouldn't have been possible without you thanks for listening it's been solid boys thanks again for uh coming on here and no uh, uh this is can't wait to do it with you boys next year oh yeah all right boys take care thanks guys for uh listening in today and uh, we'll catch you next time on uh, the life on bars podcast take care peace